Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lord, yet another HBO show is about to end. What am I going to do? I don't know what to do, Lord. I don't have euphoria. I don't have House of the Dragon. And now I'm about to be without The Last of Us. Where am I going to get my O? Oh, I was about to say, where am I going to get my Pedro Pascal fix? But The Mandalorian just started, so I'll be okay on that front. But still, no more new HBO shows until... I guess I got to get caught up on Secession so y'all will stop beating me up. You guys, I got a great episode for you today. I'm talking to Noah of A Bite Of Podcast. One half of the podcast, though. Not, I, I didn't get everyone. Derek had to work. It's okay. I got Noah here. and We had a fantastic conversation about The Last of Us. See, he's a big video game player. That was his like one of his favorite games. We got here. We talked about it, compared the two, our hopes for the season finale, our hopes for season two, what we've thought about the episode so far, everything. Get into it. But first... Drop down to the bottom of the screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know I love those. It's your new episode of Reality in Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality in Comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Woo! What's up, you guys? We're back with another midweek episode, and it's a good one because I wanted to get you guys ready for the Last of Us finale. And, you know, I normally have Nora on here or I have Emily to talk about it, but I wanted to invite someone. We've been following each other on social media for like, I feel like forever, but we've never gotten a chance to record with each other. And I wanted to change that. So I reached out to my friends over at A Bite Of Podcast, who are putting out great episodes like week to week about The Last of Us, by the way. And so if you haven't listened, check that out. I'll link down to them in the show notes. But I kind of wanted to, you know, just get some new chat about it. I want to hear other people's opinions and see how you guys are liking it. Cause I've been loving all of your social media content about it too. Y'all I've got Noah here with me today from a bite of podcast. How are you Noah? Hey, good. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. 
what kind of uh i want you to tell everybody first kind of how you guys made the decision to start the podcast like did you guys start with an account first or did you jump right into podcasting and then make an account for you know the the branding promotion aspect of it or how did <laughs> how, what's your story yeah so i'm i think as a lot of people i started it during the pandemic um so yes. you know <laughs> with time comes idle hands. <laughs> so, um, but we really, you know, we both work in libraries and we read a lot. Um, and so mm. we wanted to do something that was positive for fandoms, but also tried to connect books to them. Um, and then so it kind of just morphed into what we do now. And we just really cover things that we really enjoy and want to, you know, put a positive spin on it, even if we're not really liking it too much. Yes. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I like you guys account and podcast so much because I'm one of those people too. People say I'm way too easy on a lot of stuff, but I really don't like, you know, coming super negative. Well, let's reality TV every now and then I have to kind of, <laughs> you know, go in on, but as far as like our scripted shows, I'm not the harshest person. I don't, you know, I, I watch for entertainment. If it entertains me, it does its job. So I'm not nitpicking right. every little thing. So I'm happy. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love your podcast. So oh, thank uh, you so much. <laughs> absolutely. So I hope y'all keep doing everything you're doing and keep that same lens. Cause I, I love it. That's the um, plan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, let's kind of talk about the last of us. I kind of want to get just your, kind of overall thoughts on the season so far. I know y'all have been covering it week to week. Right. So like how has the show kind of like, well, first of all, did you go into it with expectations? Like, were you a fan of the game first? And like, how did all this kind of, how did it kind of uh, form for you? Yeah. So I huge last of us fan day one, okay. uh, loved, loved the game, played it, um, tried to get everybody I knew, to play the game mm -hmm. even though it's a little dark but i'm like it's the best thing ever narratively right. <laughs> it's amazing um you know i i had some uh you know tough conversations with some friends after they started playing it and they're like why would you recommend this to me <laughs> right <laughs> um but i mean i guess as any fan you do have expectations right and then mm -hmm. watching these things and being a fan in these fandoms you have to almost is it not meeting your expectations and that's why you don't like it or is it doing something else and they're just adapting it mm -hmm. but safe to say i have loved pretty much everything they've done so far with the show i think okay. it's exceeded my expectations i wasn't i wasn't too sure i was you know hesitant is it going to be another walking dead are they going to get the feel right um mm -hmm. but i feel like they really landed landed pretty well on that okay see i I went in kind of blind. I'm a Pedro Pascal fan. So <laughs> anywhere that man goes, I follow. So I was right. absolutely going to watch this. And my friends, they refer to me as an HB host because anything that comes on <laughs> HBO, I'm watching it regardless. So I, I this show was a win-win for me regardless. I am loving this, but I had no point of reference first. So mm. I feel like everyone I talk to about it is someone in the same boat, like doesn't play the games, but they usually watch the HBO show. So like they have no kind of, you know, they're, they're not going in with expectations, but they love it anyway. Not mm. zombie people, but you know, coming around to it. So I'm, I, as someone who has who no, no point of reference for the game, I think it's absolutely amazing. I'm loving every episode of it. Um, Compared to other, do you watch a lot of HBO shows? I do. I, I guess I would be also an HBO. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow HBO. I love that. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, they've put out some amazing content. Like, like they, you know, 
Euphoria, uh, House of the Dragon, like all these kind of bigger shows, Succession. Uh, comparing The Last of Us to something like any of those other ones, how does it rank up for the other shows for you? Man, um, you know, I think it, it's almost hard to compare, but it's, you, should, you can compare them uh, mostly mm. because they're so different. You know, Succession compared to Last of Us is just, you know, apples and oranges. Right. Um, I do want to say I think it, it's up there with all of them. Mostly because of the quality, the quality they pick these actors and they're all amazing in every role that they play. I think that's one through line that you could say with HBO is that I don't think there's really ever been a bad casting that I could think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. They've nailed it every time. Um, so if you if you get that done, I mean, the rest is script and setting and filming it. So <laughs> there you, know. you go. Yeah, I mean, I would say. As far as the recent ones, my favorite ones have been, you know, House of Dragon really took me by surprise. Yeah. I wasn't too sure how to feel about it. And mm. it just, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I love it. I wanted to come. I One of the things about uh, being an HBO <laughs> that <laughs> you have to almost nowadays, you got to wait two, three years before every show comes back. And it's always mm. like, man, you get me hooked on these like eight episodes. And then I got to wait another three years before I get season two. That's also going to be eight episodes. So after two months, my whole journey is over. And now I got to find another obsession to get, you know, I got to, and Netflix, God, you can't get attached to that stuff because it's canceled <laughs> after <laughs> one season. So what well, are you right, that's, do? <laughs> yeah, that that's the interesting thing about these two streaming services is that, one is putting out too much, but also canceling them constantly. Yes. <laughs> the other one, you do have to wait years to get it. But usually you get the full story, usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's almost like you got to go to like Paramount Plus or something just to like find some stuff to watch in between. You don't know what right. to do. Uh, you just brought up a good point, though, about casting. When you found out, because you're a fan of the game particularly, when you found out that it was going to be Pedro and Bella, playing the roles how did you feel like did you were did you already like have some people fan casting in your mind who was going to play this role or were you completely open to them or like what was your your journey with that I think I'm more on the side of I'm usually I usually have to see it to be like Mm -hmm. oh this isn't good um pager was a surprise to me because I think in my head with thinking who could possibly be Joel Mm -hmm. I don't think he ever came up in my mind right but the second that they showed him, I'm like, oh, he's really good at taking care of orphans. So, like, <laughs> this is perfect. Like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> no better person. Um, and then Bella Ramsey, I honestly didn't really – I've never seen much of her. You know, I saw her in uh, Game of Thrones. Um, mm-hmm. I believe there was a movie that she recently had done, um, Catherine something or another. And I saw clips mm-hmm. from that. Um, but I had no real knowledge of how far she can act. Um, right, and I'm glad I did not think she wouldn't do well because she is knocked it out of the park as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I love that this show has gotten voice actors from the game and still gave them a purpose in the show, even if they're not playing the characters that they played. Mm-hmm. So I just gotta love it, you know, all around. There you go. I um with I you know I was I was you know I'm, Pedro's the reason that I you know watched the show, so it's nothing for me, but. That first episode, I will say, it was kind of a stretch both ways because, you know, in that first scene with him and his daughter sitting at the table, she's like, how, you know, they're celebrating his birthday. How old are you today? Oh, I'm 36. And it's like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) And then later on in the episode, it's 20 years later. So it's 56. It's kind of like, 
eh, that's you know that's a little far fetched right. too. So you know, I but hey, you know, with technology now, you they can make anything happen. So I was just gonna, add the gray. That's exactly, it. Just add some gray, it. and you're good. I wasn't gonna harp on it too long. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I, I'm I'm biting. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm here. It's all right. It's whatever. <laughs> Uh, I, I love the content that you guys have been making, like kind of going along with this. Like, I love that picture of uh, Pedro and, and Bella and Grogu on the horse, like going through. <laughs> I, I love all of that. What kind of goes into like the, the creative for you guys, like making this? Because obviously you want to have fun, like making this stuff. Is that you or is that Derek doing this? And so most of the stuff that we do put out, it, like as far as graphics and stuff, that is me. Um, okay. You know, I mean, but we do come up with it collaboratively. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of more of the the know-how how to do it. Um, but I mean, a lot of that stuff is just kind of thinking about or stuff, stuff in our conversations that we'll have or thinking about, oh, this is kind of funny. And then mm-hmm. trying to create that. And it's like, oh, this is this is kind of funny. Like, let's see where this, go- <laughs> this nice. goes. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, again, it kind of goes back to that, um, just trying to have fun with it. It's like, yeah, we know that he has literally two shows premiering in the same week. Mm -hmm. So just mix those two together. You know, (laughs) there you go. I love it. I've been, I've been loving all the content you guys have been putting out. Uh, let's kind of, let's kind of jump into the actual show of it all. Kind of overall, what have been your your thoughts about the series? Like, have anything in particular stood out to you? Has there been any kind of, like, criticism that you would give to the showrunners? Like, man, I love everything, but this was kind of a distraction or anything. Just kind of talk me through your thoughts about the show. Yeah, so I think, so we actually had the um, great opportunity to interview Eben Bolter. And he was the mm-hmm. cinematographer for episodes three, four, and five. So very heavy episodes in this mm-hmm. season and you know I, the best I, of the season too on there 100 mm-hmm. and so I, I was really happy you know as as a gay man and you know Derek's my husband so mm-hmm. being able to talk to somebody about like what went into making one of the best representations of yeah. a queer couple but also sad <laughs> but yeah <laughs> you know so it, it was one of those things where we really appreciated it and we liked it but then being able to talk to somebody like that really gave me a better appreciation of even just the lighting. Like, how did they do the lighting in that? Like, it took them forever to try to get that. So it, it gave me a better appreciation for the show than a production side. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as um, criticisms, I don't have too many. I think as the game player in me, I do want to see more infected. And, okay, you know, I, I know the story isn't about that. And, you know, it's 20 <laughs> years since the apocalypse. So it makes sense. There's probably not as many around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just thinking about back to the game, it's all the points in between the big story moments. You're fighting right. infected or people. So there is just that tiny bit of me. It's like, oh, maybe just a little bit, just just a little bit more. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, that kind of makes me wonder because you mentioned uh, The Walking Dead earlier. Mm. In terms of, I, my sister was like the biggest Walking Dead. Like she loves her some Walking Dead. I never got into it. I don't know why, but I feel like, you know, after I didn't catch it at the beginning. So like, you know, mm. after like 14 seasons, you're like, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll never catch up. So like, I'm not even going to try. But in terms of like the the amount of zombies that you get on that show and the amount of like clickers you get on The Walking, no, not The Walking Dead, The Last of Us how does that kind of compare? Like, or do you feel like like the walking dead gives you enough of the, the zombie action or was that lacking in terms of that too? 
Yeah, so I think, you know, that both of these stories, I love the comic of The Walking Dead. I think it's mm-hmm. a, a amazing book. Um, I think both of them almost set out to do completely opposite things, mm-hmm. but also had the same themes. Um, I will say, so I fell off watching The Walking Dead when, um, spoiler, I guess, um, when <laughs> Glenn and Abraham died, when mm-hmm. Negan killed them. Um, that's kind of when I fell off. I was like, okay, no reason for me to watch anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like they had, you know, cast constantly. They were constantly dying. So I almost feel like some of the characters, you really didn't get to sit with them and get, you know, a lot of their story. And just from one season of The Last of Us, that's all they want to focus on. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a, a, a movie length episode with Bill and Frank. We got to know their entire love story. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm more of a sucker for that type of thing. Uh, they had more zombies, but I don't think I was scared of them after the yeah. f- second season. So I think it's to The Last of Us benefit where they're a little more sparse. And when they do show up, usually somebody dies. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's not just for nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that literally, I'm actually glad you said that because that was literally going to be one of my next questions to you because I haven't seen much criticism about this show. I mean, you know, if you go to a, a certain corner of the internet, you're going to find criticism about yep. every little thing. So I tend not to go over there. I stay away from certain corners of the internet, and then I stay away from Reddit too because Reddit <laughs> is just a dark place. I don't go I there. Think that's, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know what is going on over there on Reddit, but I stay away from there. But that's been the one like piece of criticism I've seen. You know, people are like, "Well, there could be way more clickers, but you know, whatever, still a great show or something like this." So I didn't know that. You know, I obviously not a gamer. It's interesting to hear like that there's such a kind of disparity between what someone like me who doesn't watch thinks about, you know, the clickers and the apocalyptic aspect of it, as opposed to someone that plays it. Mm. So do you think for season two they need to adapt and bring in more or do they need to keep the same pacing? You know, so <laughs> without trying to give any spoilers for season two. Oh, okay. Um, I've been, I've been or, dodging them like the plane. So, okay. <laughs> I won't give any, I, I promise. That's okay. been my one goal for when we're recording episodes. I'm like, I promise I won't spoil anything. <laughs> um, I just tip my toe in the water a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. so in the, in the second game, there's really two characters that are a focus of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I feel like, I don't know, we might get more, in a certain way, but I think there's going to be more cast members. So if we're thinking nine episodes, they're not going to be able to adapt the second game and want, you know, another season. Okay. So I could see them maybe doing the same thing. And I do, I do want to say, I don't, I think even as a gamer and, you know, have fought more infected in the game and everything like that. I don't think that it's a make or break thing for me. Like if they added less, I don't think it would completely, you know, make me not like it if they added more i don't think it would make me like it more or less so right you know, it's, I'm, I'm one of those middle of the road <laughs> you know fair enough That's i mean so but, but how do you feel i mean do you do you want more do you like what they're doing i'm always curious about like how people feel about that right i'm you know what i'm a big my preference for tv is so wide-ranging because like i with the exception of like i'm not really a big like rom-com kind of person but like Mm. i love sci-fi i love action i love a good thriller i love drama you know like i love like the well acted just like great performance tv shows so for me the performances in the show have been so great that like 
I almost forget sometimes, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, honestly. I forget sometimes that it is a whole nother element to this whole apocalypse. Like, mm. it's not just like end of the world type stuff. It's like end of the world and your life is always in danger because you never know what's around this corner right here. So it hasn't been a problem for me yet. I've been enjoying like literally every other aspect of the show, but I can see why that's criticism for people that have played the game since it's you know that's probably the main thing you're doing is dodging you know dodging youth pastors and oh, <laughs> dodging <God. laughs> dodging uh <laughs> the, the clickers and all this kind of stuff so i get it yeah i get it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst <laughs> right exactly <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about episode nine but um cool. <laughs> what have kind of before we get there what have kind of been your your standout episodes so far obviously you talked about episode three which was yeah. i think most people agree was one of the i mean a fantastic episode of television in general but just like an amazing hour of storytelling all it, its own thing but still manages to like connect to the main story and all like that so I agree with like you talking about how amazing that is, but like what are kind of your other standout either moments or episodes of the season? Man, I got to say, so ones that really come to mind. So I won't say three, cause I think generally I think most people mm-hmm. would agree. Um, I really, really, really like the first part to episode one. I like the whole. Episode. I just rewatched last night. So good. It's, it's, just one of those things where it's so masterfully done that mm-hmm. by the time the shit hits the fan it's you're like oh okay great like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm in it <laughs> um and then i want to i mean also nico parker the the actor that plays sarah is just she had one one episode to like hook us make us fall in love with her mm-hmm. and then lose her and she oh, it's so good I'm um, sad every single time. My God. So sad. <laughs> um, and then more sadness. Um, episode seven, uh, Left Behind, with uh, Riley and Ellie in the mall. Oh, yeah. That one, I just, you know, I typically don't gravitate towards rom-coms or anything like that. But mm-hmm. that love story was just so sweet. You know, everybody can yep. relate to that, not knowing how to express that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tragic. But it was also a lot of fun. It was the fantastic, and they. I feel like they picked the perfect actress to like really go with Bella because I feel like you kind of had to almost match that energy. And I feel like if anyone can do it, Storm Reed can because man, yeah. having to play off of Zendaya on Euphoria is a task <laughs> on its own. But I mean, that is a that phenomenal episode. You're right about that. I think. Other than seven, sorry, you can hear my dog. My God, my dog is. Oh, going, I couldn't actually. <laughs> okay, going nuts in the background right now, but I just <laughs> literally have to ignore her and just hope she just stops. Um, I think episode, with the exception of three, obviously, I think episode not uh, eight, the most recent one that we're going to mm. talk about a little bit with, uh, with quote unquote the devil youth pastor was. <laughs> I, I don't know everything about that episode. It was just creepy, and it was. It was, you know, whenever a show gets kind of biblical, I'm always kind of like, I don't know why it makes me a little more cringy yeah. and nervous. I don't know why, but I can't let my mom hear me say that. But <laughs> it, it kind of, you know, it just it adds an element to something like Revelations and Genesis and stuff. It's like, mm. I don't know that one. And episode, I think five with the the two brothers that, uh, oh. God, that was Sam and I, Henry. 
yes i've watched that one about three times too that was just oh geez i don't think i could have i mean i want to watch it again but i don't know if i can i (laughs) it's a gut punch man it is a gut punch god it's hard to get through but those are everything i I love those uh you put one i kind of want to get in your business a little bit do you plan on talking to anyone else uh from the show because that was i mean fantastic (sighs) stuff a lot of people to pull from yeah 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 and unfortunately because it's so so big right now it is very hard to get any of them i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna try pedro or bella no way oh god i would love that if i could just talk to pedro for five minutes i would be on cloud nine i don't don't know know if you've seen my instagram right yeah Yeah. i would have to like do a sweep my instagram so he doesn't like freak out when he knows he's talking to me right yeah but yeah as far um right now no um you know okay merle dandred would be top there might be something but we'll Mm -hmm. see there you go fingers crossed for you i hope it happens um episode eight which is kind of the penultimate episode you know we get obviously we're putting this episode out because this you know the finale is coming up this week so if y'all mm. haven't binged yet binge watch it amazing show pulling in i think almost at this point almost as many viewers as house of the dragon which is insane when you think about it like that i'd never thought that another like hbo show would reach that magnitude but it's kind of crazy that they put out two back to back in such a short amount of time so right kudos to them but uh <laughs> With that, do you, how did episode eight kind of measure up to that segment of the game? Like I've, I've seen some, mm. you know, I always love seeing the screen grabs of uh, right. how the, the game kind of reflects the TV show. But as you, a game player, how did it kind of balance out for you? You know, they, they've been doing this really cool thing in the the last couple episodes where I feel like they're doing a nod to people that played the game. So like Mm -hmm. certain movements or grabbing things or even sneaking around like Ellie did when she was trying to get away from David, it's very reminiscent of the game. So I feel like they're, they are paying attention to that kind of thing. Um, I do, you know, I felt like since they had a shorter amount of time with David and trying to make sure that like they set him up as like, they tried to make it like, Oh, you're not sure if you can trust him. He might be a good guy. I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody felt that way. I think that's the only criticism I'll say is like, right. (laughs) The second he was on the screen, you know, people that I know that hadn't played the game. Right. Yeah. People immediately were like, as soon as he started saying that Bible verse, I was like, nope. Yep. (laughs) And they're like, nope. I mean, all um, it takes for me is you slapping the hell out of a little girl. And I'm like, okay, you're probably the bad guy here. She (laughs) flew off of her seat. Yeah. And and then he made her eat her father. And I was like, this is so much. (laughs) It's so much. But I I feel like it it matched the same um, cringiness, you know, ickiness, disgustingness Mm -hmm. that the game did. Okay. Um, I, I'll say that the game made me feel a little more helpless as Ellie. Cause this is the first part in the mm. game where you play as Ellie. Right. And, right. And so like, you're trying to hunt, you're trying to do these things. Um, so I, I feel like the, the helplessness was a little better in the game, but in the show, you really feel for Ellie trying to like do anything she can to get out of that cage. Oh God. Yeah. Seeing that severed ear. Just sitting <laughs> over there, and man, what a what a show! Jesus, I mean, what I, would even like? I I can't even just put myself in her shoes, which I don't <laughs> want to, but like trying to, it's like, 
oh shit <laughs> right there's an ear <laughs> let me ask you something that you would be able to answer for me how old is ellie like supposed to be around this time is she 14. like 10 oh dear okay so ha- do we know if she was aged up for the purpose of the show or no she's 14 in the show too. oh dear okay yeah so that that's whole... what makes yeah that's what makes that uh particular scene i mean regardless it's without consent but right makes it worse yeah Ugh. okay yeah so because i was thinking i for some reason i had the number 14 in my head but i didn't know where it came from i lied to myself sometimes so i didn't know if that i just made that number up or if it came from somewhere but Obviously, someone say, told me that. <laughs> I think she. I think she may have said it. So I think that's why it's in okay. your head. She said it once, I believe, maybe in episode two or something like that. So okay, yeah, it stuck with Ooh. you. <laughs> yeah, I did because <laughs> God, I had that in the back of my head this whole time where he's like, "I want me and you could run this place together." I'm like, "This is so gross. What is happening right now?" Yeah, yeah, God, it's not great. But I mean, it's the, it's the child bride yeah. thing, and it was yeah. not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if you're going to do a religious episode, you know what? Let me not go there. I won't won't even go there. (laughs) Kind of just to like round out our conversation. What are your one? We'll we'll talk about the finale first, but what are kind of your expectations of the finale? Obviously, you probably know how this. Well, you never know. HBO might go their own route. You know, you're I know you're you're a Marvel fan, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we just talked about Fantastic Four. That's right. Before we <laughs> see that, that's why my memory is the worst thing in the world. You can, t- you can tell by these bags under my eyes today. I'm stressed <laughs> out from work, but don't mind me. <laughs> but um, you know, Marvel, you know, takes creative liberties and all like that. So I'm wondering, one, what are your expectations from the finale, and two, if it diverges like heavily from the game, will it disappoint you, or as long as it's good? you're okay oh yeah I, that that's actually a good question i if it does diverge um knowing kind of what happens mm-hmm. i think it would really disappoint me oh okay mostly because it's just it's so one thing that I, I i've been talking about in our episodes when we cover it is a lot of the themes for the show is choice choices that people mm-hmm. have to make um and obviously the finale somebody's gonna have to make some type of choice um and if they kind of if they don't go all the way into it which i feel like they will because i was expecting them not to do sam and henry just like they did in the game and they Mm -hmm. went fully into it so yeah i'm expecting them to do it um but if they don't because he's not deaf in the game right no he's not deaf which i thought was you know a great you know yeah it's didn't take anything away from that character only added Mm -hmm. to that character um Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that would really be my disappointment is if they diverge from it because I feel like they almost have to at this point. Um, and my expectation, so I think, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but um, in, for the clip for the last, uh, or the teaser for it, mm-hmm. they showed um, Ellie's mom. And so we're going to get Ellie's story, which we haven't we have not gotten so they're adding things from the game and they're expanding on it so i'm actually Mm -hmm. really excited for that to finally see like what happened like how did ellie get to where she is right um yeah but i mean i heard it's only about 45 minutes so i'm that makes me a little hesitant 
yeah. only because we're getting Ellie's you know birth story, and then we're getting the end wrapping it up at least. Um, mm. So that worries me just a tiny bit. I have faith in them because they haven't let me down so far. But mm-hmm. you know, we got two episodes that are over an hour and twenty minutes long. Mm-hmm. I almost thought this one would. <laughs> You know, right. This one would be, yeah. HBO is not afraid of long episodes, so I would have no. thought that it was. Man, that's weird because, like, I thought it would have paralleled the first one since the first one was really Joel's story. I thought this would have been her story and just as long, but that's yeah. disappointing. And I'm not a person like I'm not a, uh, you know, a runtime whore or anything like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, because you know, sometimes you see a movie like that's, uh, like you know, a big announced Marvel movie, like if mm. if Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty. Uh, you know, if they release the runtime and it's an hour and a half, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to see this. Like that, that's weird for me. Like I can't even imagine a movie of that magnitude being as short, but like right. most things I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care as long as you make a good movie, but that 45 minutes seems super short. To yeah. Me. That seems to, you know, I've, I've, there's some sources that have been correct so far this entire time. And they well, were, you know, we they're like, it's 45 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> if it ends on a cliffhanger and we have to wait two years, I'm not gonna be happy. <laughs> oh God. And it's HBO, so most likely it will too. So. It probably will. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That just made me so sad. Now I gotta like wait for our next big HBO obsession, which I don't know what it is. I think it's it's about to be succession time again. So now I've got to, I've the been final getting, season. Final season. I've been getting beat the hell up mercilessly online because <laughs> I stopped watching sometime in season one and I, I just haven't gone back and I'm I'm going to watch everybody calm the fuck down. Yeah. I'm going to watch, but I just like, I haven't gotten around to it yet. And God, I've been, oh, I'm like almost not, I'm not looking forward to it almost because I'm, I've been getting beat the hell up because everyone, they found out I wasn't watching it. And then, cause I literally, I'm the person that watches everything on TV and they're like, mm. Oh, you know, watching the I'm like, shut up. Okay. I'm going to, I'll get to <laughs> I'm that watching there. seven other things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. God. <laughs> um, season two, I get, it might be hard to answer this question without some spoilers or whatever, but do you have any hopes or expectations in particular for season two? Like, are you hoping, I don't know if, if they're like game wise, if they're like towards the end of the game with this story, like would it have to be based on part two or is there more they can do with the first game? Yeah. So this one, they, they're definitely wrapping up the first game. So how this ends is how the, the first game ends. Um, I guess particularly where it leaves off, I guess we might have to see. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Season two, you know, I had, I had, talked about this with some friends and I'm almost curious if they, if they're just going to go right into the second game. Cause there's, there's some time that passes between the first game and the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. That game is, I mean, you know, I don't want to like raise any expectations, but it's a lot darker and a lot more sad oh. <laughs> than even this one. Um, mm. So, I mean, they're going to have to get the the other titular character that I talked about. They're going to have to get that casting right for it really to sell, I think, because okay. that's, it's going to be a heavy, heavy part. Um, and then it, I, I believe Craig Mazin, uh, the showrunner, he said mm-hmm. that the second game might take multiple seasons to do. Right. I've heard that. So I'm almost curious if they're going to do, if they're going to split those two characters into different seasons or, 
where they would actually cut seasons off because okay. that's that's really what I'm curious about. I'm curious how how they're going to do it, you know. Ooh, I, I want to ask you a question so bad, but I know it'll ruin the finale for me. And I just kind of, okay, y'all, spoiler alert. Everyone just jump ahead like 15 <laughs> seconds if you don't want to know. We're only going to talk about it like for two seconds. Should we expect a death in this finale Um, of huge imports or just? Well, not of the two main characters, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, That's uh, all I need gonna, to know. yeah okay. I'll help you with that. <laughs> I didn't know because I was like, there's no way they're going to kill off one of these two actors and expect this to go season two. Like, that, I don't know. Okay. You just, yeah, you just no. put my mind at ease right there. Okay. I can yeah. breathe heavily. I can breathe easy this yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're safe. Yeah. They're safe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whew, good to hear. Okay. Good. Noah, thank you for coming. I feel like this was long overdue. Next time, yeah. like, I need y'all to come and talk. Uh, I don't know, maybe like Secret Invasion or whatever. I who, I'm down. God only knows when we're getting our next Marvel projects. The people online complain so much. Oh, we're getting so much Marvel. And now they're like, well, you're not getting shit now. Now they won't yeah. give us anything. So who knows when I we'll think, be able to. <laughs> is it the only one? I could be wrong, but it's changed so many times. But isn't the only one this year Secret Invasion? Uh, Loki is coming this year too. We were supposed to get Ironheart oh, so this year, two. but I think yeah, I think now Iron Ironheart is going to be pushed till next year. Oh, I'm so sad about that. I know. I want, I want more Riri Williams. Like, Same now. Did you like Wakanda <laughs> Forever? Oh, I I I loved it. I I think from even a story from how they did it mm-hmm. and just the way it looked. The I had listened to the soundtrack almost every day. Like I, yeah. I at work, I'm on a computer most of the time, and it always comes on, and I'm like, yep. It's getting me hyped. You know? Oh, so good. God, I, I watched, I feel like I watched the movie so much. I, right now, I'm just like on pins and needles because if they don't give Angela Bassett that Oscar after she didn't get it for what's love got to do with it back in the 90s, I'm going to, I'm leading a protest like in front of, the, I don't know where the hell the Oscars are, stay, I don't know where their headquarters is, but I'm going to find <laughs> out and I'm going to go do a whole protest because justice needs to happen. Is she, is she in the supporting Actor category, yes. actress category. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh man. Yep. Because I, I know I, before the movie came out, I was like, "Oh, Michelle Yao needs all of the things. Give it to her, whatever it is." So she's lead, so we don't have to worry about them. Right, right, right. That's what I was thinking award. at first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Yeah. I could read your mind. I'm like, don't worry. No, <laughs> I thought the same thing. I went into the movie theater to see uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, without having seen the trailer or anything. I just literally one of the podcasts I listened to got uh so like go see the screener and they were just like constantly talking about like how good this movie was so i was like i don't know what the hell it's about i'm just gonna go and see it and i almost feel like that was the best possible thing i could have done because I, I had no idea what i was going into and I, it was literally one of the best movie experiences i've had for a while like marvel yeah. gives us those experiences where you get to watch one of the fans like on opening night but like that was an amazing movie experience like i had no idea where this movie was going what was happening it was just it was it was all good stuff so yeah, she I'm, needs her things too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for a everything everywhere all at once sweep. Yeah, yes. we, we do like a one of my friends does like an Oscar pool and mm-hmm. like they put all the things and they're like everybody vote for it and everything that was everything everywhere all at once. I was like this one, this one, this one. I'm like, yeah. I just want it. <laughs> I want it to get everything. <laughs> yes. And uh Angela, I think, has won every almost every award that she's been up for this year for Wakanda forever so and so is Michelle Yao so I think I think we're in good standing I don't want to jinx it but 
I think we're all going to be happy come Oscar night with everything. So everyone I mean, just keep your fingers crossed. And yeah, as see. long as, as long as I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but as long as, she, you know, uh, Angela Bassett or Stephanie Sue wins. Yes. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> love her. I love Stephanie Sue. I want to see her in way more things too. So yeah. give, her all, give her all of the things. <laughs> Oh my God, I need to, I can't wait. I need to have you guys back to talk Marvel at some point. I just don't yeah, know where we're going to get it, but I will absolutely invite y'all. Tell the people where they can find the podcast, the social media, plug everything. Oh man, so super easy. Any podcast app that you're on, just type in a bite of. <laughs> I there feel like go. that's the easiest way to describe that. Um, and then for social media, we're on all of them. Uh, just a bite of pod and you'll find us. It's a yellow and blue logo, so not hard to miss <laughs> there you go and they've been y'all they cover like all of the stuff i love getting y'all's pop-ups and seeing what y'all are covering now so thanks <laughs> great job i'm rooting for you guys for all all good things happening y'all just like angela bassett so there we go <laughs> not at that level yet not at that <laughs> that's all right you'll get there it's okay <laughs> you guys i've been kendrick that's been noah and we'll see ya Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.